0: I'm Jeffrey Wright, and you're listening to Mission Daily. Selected as best of 2018 by Apple, Mission Daily is the number one podcast for accelerated learning.
1: Welcome back to this week's Mission Daily. We're super excited about this week because we are talking about the past, the present, and the future. I'm Stephanie Postles, and I'm joined by Chad Grills.
0: Hey, what's up, everyone? How's it going? It's going great. You I just heard. came up
1: with that name, past, present, future. I was like, ooh.
0: I did. we were thinking about calling it effective altruism, but we we're just thinking it's not going to resonate. People might not click on it. They might not listen. So the past, present, and future, I think, sums it up in a unique way.
1: Yep. So we're really excited because we found some amazing guests for this week. And this first episode is kind of to introduce why we want to do this week, who these people are. So Chad, do you want to kick it off with some of the guests that are coming up and why you picked them?
0: Yeah, so the first guest is Jeffrey Miller, and Jeffrey is a professor of evolutionary psychology, and he has some fascinating research on the past of basically what shaped us and how our biological epigenetics and our biological adaptation to certain situations guides our consumer preferences, guides our basically all of our decisions. And it's a really interesting interview, and it's some super complex topics and I think we do a great job of presenting like a whole buffet of different topics there.
1: I love a good buffet.
0: Yeah. I mean, who doesn't, right?
1: <laughs> Especially the Golden Corral one I used to go oh, to when I was little. That's a bad
0: joke. That's a I really bad joke. I think we went because
1: kids eat free, maybe.
0: <laughs> Jeez. But
1: yeah. I just remember like going through the lines and thinking doesn't I was sound in heaven. Flattering. Yeah. Now I'm like, ugh.
0: <laughs> yeah. It doesn't sound flattering, though.
1: What doesn't sound flattering?
0: It's not exactly a flex that Golden we Golden uh, Corral. <laughs> Just hey, to go to the uh, Golden Corral.
1: That's what my family did. I don't know about you. You obviously no, we, were going yeah, to we Applebee's, living, a, living it up. <laughs>
0: uh, no, no, we weren't going to. Yeah, we weren't going to Applebee's.
1: Where'd you go then?
0: Um, I mean, we didn't go out to eat that often, unless it was in Frederick. And yeah, basically Frederick, because there, okay, there wasn't the anything. Restaurant? There wasn't anything that was halfway decent that was close.
1: You didn't have Golden Corral, is what you're saying?
0: Uh, no, we didn't.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right, so I think how? My did... mom just
0: liked to cook a lot. She is a good cook. She's an awesome cook.
1: So how did you first hear about Jeffrey Miller? And what is, I think you read his work. What is one big takeaway that has stuck with you since reading his work?
0: Probably to just challenge my beliefs a lot more. And I don't really aspire to hold beliefs on topics because I think typically when you have a belief, it can calcify into something that's way too strong. And then you can't let go when you get new information. I think This might sound horrible. The average state of most people is they fall into a trap where they just keep getting the same information to apply to outdated models of the world. And it's just really sad to watch. And I want to study evolutionary psychology more and help present that to our listeners because I know it's just so important. You know, our genetic ancestry is just so long and we have no idea yet what it means to explore that and figure out what things we need to avoid, basically. So I think this is really important for anybody who wants to take full control and agency over their own lives. I don't think you're going to do that until you really understand where you're uh, from.
1: Got it. All right. And who are a few more guests that are coming up this week?
0: Yeah, the uh, second guest we're having on is Diana Fleischman, and she's another researcher of, again, evolutionary psychology. I think this topic is that important. And then it's kind of fun because Jeffrey and Diana are actually uh, boyfriend and girlfriend. So they do. Yeah, they do like some of their research together and things like that. I think that's really, uh, really cool. So yeah, Diana's work is really interesting. And I didn't, I wasn't that familiar with it, but I glanced over a couple of papers and things like that before the interview and got the gist of some of her ideas and stuff. So yeah, she had some uh, really fun things to share in that interview.
1: Got it. All right. And then moving into the present, what guest is covering the present category?
0: Yeah. So the present state of healthcare right now can feel impossible when you're going to, I don't care if it's the dentist or a general care practitioner or the hospital, everyone out there has had a couple instances where they feel kind of like roughed up. That's what this next guest calls it. And I don't mean roughed up in a sense of like, you know, really direct aggression. Although some of these cases, it is the case that it's just direct uh, aggression. But there are a lot of people who are experiencing medicine and like healthcare professionals in a very negative light because these professionals, these doctors, these nurses are overworked. And not only are they just a little bit overworked, but they're kind of facing an impossible challenge right now. So Dr. Eric Topol, I think, lays out that challenge in a crystal clear way that I want everyone to listen to, because unfortunately, healthcare is being linked more and more to politics now. So it's something that all of us need to be aware about because some of the upcoming healthcare votes I think are going to be, everyone's just going to want to be paying attention to these and all of us need to get more information about it.
1: Yep. And he also focuses on how AI is going to be changing the healthcare yes. scene, which really excites me because when I um, used to work at Google, they kind of were showing us how AI was helping detect cataracts and doing all the all this stuff because you know a machine learning algorithm can detect photos like A thousand a minute. I just made that up. But whatever Mm -hmm. it is, they can detect a ton and be able to like train themselves on what is bad what is good and tell us way quicker than a human can. So I'm really excited to listen to his interview. And now back to the future. (laughs) Who's the future person that we're um,
0: Um, interviewing? So this was uh, one of my favorite interviews I've done in a long time. It was, I mean, I love all of them, love all these interviews, but this one was a lot of fun for me. It's uh, Jerry Riddle. So he's one of my favorite authors he writes by the name ag riddle his real name's jerry he's a former entrepreneur uh he had a company in the um i think he sold it right about the uh boom boom time i think like right in the middle of that and he's a fascinating guy he's studied the past and after he sold his first company he became a writer and he committed to become a self-published sci-fi slash techno thriller author and he did it in, I think, two years. Actually, maybe even less than that. I think maybe 18 months. He just started writing a book full-time. He was only working on one, I think. He perfected it over roughly, I think, 18 months. I might be getting the months a little bit off. And the book took off on its own. And this is really, really hard to do when you're not trained at all. So just for that example alone, it's worth listening to what Jerry says because Jerry's just I think, a genius when it comes to storytelling, writing, and then how he's written his fiction to not only confront challenges that humanity is facing right now, but to start to stir up really important conversations about the biggest challenges that we're going to be facing in like five to 10 years. So AI, uh, again, like there's some incredible low-hanging fruit and benefits that are going to be available in the present, but the future of AI is something that we need to really start asking a lot of questions about. And everyone needs to be aware of this because there are going to be decisions made. You're either going to participate in them or you're not going to participate in them. And I would encourage everybody to be informed. Yeah. When you start to get involved in thinking about AI, because the future could be very, very dark or very, very bright. And yeah, it's pretty frightening. So yep.
1: <laughs> sorry. Yeah. What I really like about his writing too, is that he loops in Obviously, very futuristic topics, and you know, presents what the future could look like, but does it in a realistic way, or is you know, telling a message in a way that's not so far out there? Because sometimes that no, this kind is of writing, all backed yeah, by science,
0: like, and it's pretty. Um, so, if you listen to this interview, we get into some pretty uh, far out topics, but we talk about you know, should our defense department basically be uh, preparing in the event of some type of you know invasion potentially? Because statistically, the odds that we're alone are just uh, infinitesimally small. And the reality is there's a problem, there's a thought experiment in astronomy or philosophy, you could say as well, called the dark forest problem. And the dark forest problem states that basically it's such a hellish uh, universe that we're in, it's so hard to survive that the last thing you want to be doing is exposing your location where you're at just as a safety precaution. So it's basically a philosophy of we don't want to ever make first contact (laughs) yeah again, which is like pretty terrifying. And a lot of these interview topics and questions and things like that, they deal with things like existential risks. So this can be overwhelming at first, but I've found if you're willing to be brave enough to listen to these and consider these problems and get involved, they can be really mind expanding, and they can um basically, I think they've made me be able to relax more. The more I consider, you know, here's the real problems that we need to be worried about. And how can I get involved to help with these? These problems just feel super meaningful. At the end of the day, that's why we want to share them with you.
1: Yep. And I think it's also a call to action to jump and solve these problems. It reminds me when you were invited to some dinner with, I don't know, I can't remember, I'll say government officials. And they were talking about problems and you came back and you were like, Everyone's assuming that these problems are already getting solved by the CIA, the yep. like all these different, you know, entities who, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna take care of us, they're gonna keep us safe. And you yeah. came back and you're like, it's very surprising because a lot of this actually isn't solved and they're looking for help right now. And yes. I feel like yeah. the general population doesn't know that, doesn't know to step up and be like, I want to help with this problem or look into it and I'm qualified to do that, or I will figure out a way to get qualified right. to help out with it. So. Yeah,
0: nobody uh no <laughs> nobody has any type of idea. Yeah. It's yep. easy to just look and say like, oh, there's SpaceX. Um, we're saved. It's going to be OK. No, we probably need like a thousand SpaceX's to have any any type of uh, chance. So,
1: yep. All right. Well, we hope you guys enjoy this week covering the past, present and future. These interview guests were amazing and we hope you enjoy them as much as we did.
0: Yes. Thanks for listening. See ya. Mission Daily and all of our podcasts are created with love by our team at mission.org. Each morning, you'll get a newsletter that will help you start your morning and your day off right.
1: Hey, listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word and I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time.